Well, Rick, good to see you back here at uh, Silverstone. After your um, enforced layoff because of uh, your bad back, what's it like to get back in the car? Oh, it's fantastic. Um, it was nice to be off at Croft, though, because I became a fan again, and I was able to just see how amazing... How amazing... Sorry, Dan May has just walked by. Um, <laughs> how amazing it was, you know, as a series to watch. And, um, it, you know, when you're so involved, you, for, you, you forget to enjoy it sometimes. And um, so that gave me a bit of perspective on how great it is to actually be part of this. And so I'm really happy to be back in. Obviously, I love Silverstone. I've raced it for many, many times, but never on this circuit. Um, so I'm still learning how to drive a touring car around here. But, you know, on old rubber, we were P17 and we strapped on some new rubber and the car just felt a bit weirder and I didn't actually go any quicker. So ended up P23. But nonetheless, that's good for me. You know, when we're looking around who we are and tenths could have got me, you know, um, up into nearly the top 10. So um, we know sector times. I'm actually proper, properly racy here, you know, yeah. which is which is great for a 46 year old rock singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we chatted at Media Day, yeah, and you were excited about coming into the series. And actually, in the background, if you listen to the interview, Crease is uh, giving you yeah. a bit of banter, isn't yeah. he? And everybody was saying, "Come on, come on, join it!" But it's hard, and you knew it was going to be hard. Has it been harder than you thought? Um, I would say definitely, and not just because of the driving. Um, you realise how close it is when there's one second, pretty much, between you know 30 cars. And um, this is the funny thing. I've always said from day one, if I put the best I can put out and do the best I can, then I'm never going to be annoyed with myself. If I feel like I've left anything on the table, it's the same when I perform. It's 110% all the time. Then, um, you know, I'll be angry with myself. So I know I've given 110% every single time and we can see that I'm getting quicker and quicker and quicker, which is great. And, um, you know, and it's a little bit disheartening when people sort of look at the results and they say, oh, if you've qualified in the late 20s, you know, but then they don't realise you might be only 0.6 off, say, Tingram. You know, at Thruxton I was 0.8 off Tingram. I mean, you know, come on, how many years have all these people been doing it? And yet I've come in as a rookie in a circuit I don't know, and I'm less than a second off them. You know, that is a good achievement and that's progress. And so it's all about progress for me. You know, I'm getting quicker. I'm starting to mix it up a little bit. And um, yeah, we just got to just keep, keep chipping away at those little incremental things. I mean, these are a dark art to drive. Everyone knows that. And, you know, and more than anything else what i'm realizing is experience is key for every facet not just about how you approach the sprint races how to enforce how to how to you know sit back when knowing the other players a lot as well knowing the little eccentricities of the cars and the circuits all of this is the makeup of some of the drivers here who have done it for so long and this is the thing all the new rookies have to learn and it is a baptism of fire let me tell you and um so I'm, I'm working hard, I'm getting quicker, and, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be starting to knock on the points doors soon. Yeah. Absolutely. This is, just finally, the time of the year when drivers and teams start to think about next year. We haven't even finished this year, have we? But they start to think about next year. Um, are you thinking about next year? Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be a shame for me not to come back and utilise everything I've learned because this has been a massive, massive learning curve, and I'm starting to feel comfy now with the car. And not get intimidated when you're coming up behind, you know, Plato or Turkington. You know, you suddenly think, I can't possibly try and overtake them. But you've got to, you've got to ditch all that and just go. It's just another car. You've got to try and do your best. Um, so, uh, I am thinking about it. Um, but at the moment, I'm solely focused on doing a good job. Now, I mean, my sponsors are all very happy, and and um, it has been a fantastically great roller coaster of a ride. Um, uh, one thing I probably mentioned, which no one I, I think um, touches upon enough, is is how much mentally you need to be strong. Um, you know, with with British GT, you know, you go and you do your weekend and then you sort of go away. But with this, 
you know, with the fan engagement and everything, there is so much going on all the time. So you always have a reminder of what you're doing, what you're up to, whether you're whether you've done well, whether you've done bad. There are people with opinions. It's like football. They, you know, some people have their favourites, some other people their favourite. You know, and so you're mentally constantly engaged, and it is it is tough because you're trying your hardest, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and so I, I don't think I was quite ready for. Uh, to be sort of almost thick-skinned enough to, to, to do this as well. So it's everything off the circuit as well, which is quite hard. Um, but um, luckily, the fans have been really lovely to me um, for the most part. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just, they've, they've kind of welcomed me in and I get them all going on the, on the driver's parade and so I do a little bit of what I normally do and it's just nice to be part of it, I guess. And, and so hopefully I can continue to bring something a little bit different to this amazing championship. Have a really good qualifying. Thank you.